like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. And now, live from Benchmark in Old Town, it's time for 670 The Score's Big Game Broadcast, featuring Mully and Haas. Score bar. Give me seven people there, one microphone. I mean, come on. I'm going there to eat. Bernstein and Holmes with Layla Rahim. Oh, it's going to be complete chaos. We have no idea how it's going to happen. I can't wait. And the Parkinson Spiegel Show. This is cool. We've never done anything like this before. Do we have enough microphones? I don't care. It's going to be so much fun. Presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Now, it's going to be a heck of a big game party, that's for sure. We're pretty fired up about it. Live on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Welcome in. It is the Circa Illinois Big Game Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. We got a full house of score broadcasters. I don't know about uh, the rest of the crew, but it is loads of fun. Good to catch up. And as you know, today is Super Bowl 58, and you've got a couple of teams, the Chiefs and the Niners, Going at it, 5.30 in Chicago. We'll say hello to everyone by just getting a thought on the big game. You don't have to make a pick, because I know Dan won't, but everyone else. <laughs> I know. How do you know I won't? Just curious. I might surprise you. Want to get your, your thought about this matchup, who you like. We'll start with the man who will shrivel up and not make the pick. <laughs> it's our guy, Dan Burstein. What do you think, Dan? What are you looking for in the game? I'm looking forward to an absolute kick-ass football game amid everything else that we've talked about and all the tangential stuff that by the time this thing is going to get kicked off, the, the only thing I don't like, and I said this the last time they met, it's a, it's a bad uniform matchup. I don't, I, regardless, red on red. Yeah, it just there's something about that that's going to be weird. But yeah, I, they're probably both not going to be wearing red. I would imagine that. But okay. if I can, if I can just sort of get past the art direction and, and not have that be an issue, <laughs> I'm I'm just going to sit back and let it all happen because I, it, it, I can't remember a time when no matter how we break it down, this offense against this defense, this defense against this offense, that there's there there aren't a lot of grand conclusions to be drawn without a valid counterpoint. Lawrence? Trying to savor the fact that we're watching perhaps the greatest quarterback who's ever lived and juxtaposing that, like wanting him to kind of continue on his mission to try and catch Brady and the juxtaposition with the fact that the 49ers and what they have with Brock Purdy and the style that they created the team is really interesting to me. You've put a lot of A talent around what's probably a B quarterback. Can you win a Super Bowl doing that? So it's, it's like there's so much because like as far as rooting interest goes, seeing Patrick Mahomes continue to ascend as a player is fascinating. Like seeing what, what thing he's going to do this time in a Super Bowl. Even if he loses, you know, I, Dan and I have had a lot of conversations about the fact that maybe his best Super Bowl performance was the one that he lost. That's yeah, a and, and valid when, point. When you can make yep. magic like that, even when you're not winning, like that, that to me is, is historic. So, like, the historic nature of what Patrick Mahomes is versus what is a great story in Brock Purdy. Like, it's a, it's a wonderful story. Yep. And a coach who... I feel like can scheme his way out of everything. Let's see how he does scheming his way after a, a, a Chiefs defense that is really, really good. So you took the Chiefs? 
I'm, I have decided, I decided weeks ago. You're laying off or I'm, you're on the Chiefs? I'm no longer betting against Patrick Mahomes. I like that. Layla? Uh, number one, I think is uh, the, the most confounding stat to me is if the NFL trend of hitting the under this season is going to actually play into this game mm -hmm. because of what we know about the stereotypes with these two offenses, but just how good the defenses have been. To me, if you're looking at a big theme picture with this, it's the question of how important is this for the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan's overall reputation as to what he's done in this league? And when you consider the trends that have followed largely in part, especially in the past five years because of what he's put together offensively in the style that he is known to have. And then when you combine that with, are we seeing the, the downside of, of this Chiefs run when you consider the record during the regular season, how they saw them get into the playoffs, and then the adjustments that were made. Like, is this a last dance feel in a way when you consider that they ended up in this spot when in the middle of the season, I don't know that any of us were saying that. So to me, that's like the, the top of the, uh, the overarching like movie theme. Right. And then as just a football fan, are there two better teams that you want to see after a bye week? I mean, with, with all the time in the world for these two teams to adjust and, and rest up a little, that, that's a really exciting piece of this to me. What do you think, Matt? Well, um, first of all, I'm glad I got here in time, was in Tokyo for the Taylor Swift concert, <laughs> made it back after 12 hours. Just wanted to hang out in the parking lot, I'm worried actually. about your carbon footprint. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing some Taylor gating. But the pipes are velvet still. So, so to me... Mahomes is the overarching star, yeah. but these two coaches are the best offensive play designers, play callers, and, and architects that we have going. All due respect to Sean McVay. It's like what Shanahan has done as an extension of what his father did. And as you say, Layla, off a of bye, seeing what the two of them come up with to scheme is just going to be so fascinating in a league that's dominated by the dreams of finding the next offensive architect and genius. You've got the two best um, right here, right now. So um, as, as, as Eber flusiastic as I am about uh, the coach returning, I, um, I, 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 no, I must admit that yeah. I certainly wish we had an offensive architect genius head coach. Yeah, it's tough to be enthusiastic when you see these coaches coaching in yes. the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Danny, who you like and why? All right, before I do that, I okay. miss Vegas Haw. Take your time. I know. Yes. It's not, it's yeah. not David right. David is unwell. It's not right doing a, doing a Circa broadcast without – there's a few things missing. I'm he'll be not, back tomorrow I know, but at 5.30 uh, a.m. All right, but I'm not comfortable right now because I also don't have a cocktail in my hand. Did we anyone? can change that. Well, do you guys want mules? Do we want beers? Do we want margs? We normally do marg pitchers at Circa. Anybody else drinking with me? Lawrence? No. Drink a choice? I have no, to no. work No? Later. Dan? No? You're working later? I'm working later. I mean, I'm working later, too, but, I mean, that's not going to – Molly? I'm getting up tomorrow. Oh, my God. I'll be in at 5.30. Speaks, cocktail. So, so it's like 5 in the afternoon for you. <laughs> cocktail? I'll, I'll have a spicy Bloody Mary. Thanks for asking. All right, I know they, awesome. do get, they do get mimosas here at Benchmark. Not that I would have any personal experience with that often. All right. maybe, maybe. Spicy, spicy Bloody for Spigs. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll Lala. have a maybe I'll, I'll take have a, a mimosa without, the, there we without go. the champagne thing. There we go. Let's a get white a tab wine started. No, and a mimosa. No. Let's get a tab yeah, started. I'll take a non-alcoholic mimosa. That's a good thought on the game, Danny. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm just saying. I mean, we're doing a circa broadcast. We're there's talking about the. There are no pools anywhere. I, I don't see a single pool. I, which is also, I was going to get to that. I'm, I'm upset about that. But no, I think uh, I'm surprised at who is favored. Yes. Like one team has the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. One team has the better defense. One team, Shanahan's an awesome coach, but Reed is better. So better coach, better quarterback, better defense, underdog. Don't love that. Um, everyone in the world seems to be on the Chiefs, but the biggest bets all seem to be coming in on right. the Niners. My guess is when we do the TV pregame shows today, my guess is, is 70, the, the, the 75% or more of the like public picks will be Chiefs. Yep. But the Niners are the favorite, which is just weird. That's not normally how it goes. Normally, all those like the talking heads pick all of the favorites. So, like, it's a very, very public underdog, and I am with the public. Um, and I don't, but I don't fully understand why the Chiefs are an underdog in the game, and it hasn't hit three at all all no. week. So, like, between two and a half for one team and two and a half for another, those are not consequential points. So, I mean, it really is a toss-up. But I would have thought that the Chiefs would have been favored by kickoff. No, and, it, and it looks like it looks like it's going – I mean, two and a half showed this morning on the Circa app. Mm. So I just I – am, I am very surprised that this number hasn't moved at all in the direction of the Chiefs. Um, so something's a little fishy. Something's fishy. And it's even moved in, in favor of the 49ers a bit. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's fluctuated, too, right? right? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. like, you're right. The direction has been in favor of San Francisco more so than – According to Circa, the Niners right now minus two and the total 47 in the hook. Yeah, I get, so I get, the, I get the total. The, I get the total, too. Um, I, I think the problem is what Lawrence said when we first started. The problem is Mahomes. You, you look at him, he's kind of in this you know, 90s-era Jordan mode where every game he plays in, he can decide the game. And he's, he's just that good. And you get... To late in the game, and who's more likely to be able to come back, Mahomes or Purdy? I don't know. If they go up, the Chiefs, I don't know what Purdy does. I, I mean, I know he came back in those last two games. Here's the thing that really bothers me. I think that if the Niners line up on first down and you got the fullback and the tight and you run the ball, that is the best thing they can do. And it's also the worst thing during the regular season that the Chiefs have defended. They're 28th in the league against a power run on first down. And they're giving up a lot of yards on Which that. made what now, happened in the AFC title game what, surprising. Crazy, that, right? Still no they, explanation. They did it four times. The Baltimore Ravens only did that four times. So you got to wonder what goes through people's minds or how you have an idea and then you get into a game and you want to be – Oh, you won't believe this one. Yeah, their ego gets in the way, right? You lose your mind a little bit. Well, also, yards aren't points. And it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if between the 20s, they are able to have some success. And then Spags gets in his bag and throws the the tough stuff at Purdy when it matters most. So I think this this is going to be at least for me, to see the, the battle of wits in the red zone specifically, what that looks like. So I ended up taking the Chiefs when the whole damn week I was on the Niners, everything I looked at, but it, I just couldn't get away from the Mahomes factor. What did you think when you found out who was playing in this game? What was your first thought? My first thought of, of 
What do you forget, mean? Like, forget all of the, all of the lead up and all the weeks and all oh, of the who's going to win first off? Yeah, first yeah, off, I, the I, moment I the Chiefs were okay, a team well, of destiny. But did, any, did anyone like here pick the Niners? Anyone here pick no, the Niners? That, this is that the problem. scares me. That's why we I should. I don't like that. If I'm betting <laughs> like it right now, I, if we could get a bet down, I would have to pound the Niners because we can't all be right about the Chiefs. It's ridiculous. We can't all be right because it's us, or we can't all be right because... Because it's generally the public can never be right. That's how they built the hotels. <laughs> that it's slots. And the fact that you're getting two points... It seems insane. But, I w- but I when you if- think about who's the, if you're thinking everything even, or if, ever, if there's like a slight thing that weights your respective algorithm, it's quarterback. Uh, End you of know story. What? See, I, I'm going to say something that people are going to scoff at and yell me about, and this is a, is a fool's comment. Scoff, scoff. Um, I, do, I do that every morning. Scoff, anyway. scoff, think, scoff, scoff. I think everybody looks at these teams and they see the regular season, how they got there and how they played. And, you know, the Niners looked, uh, excuse me, the Chiefs losing to the Raiders on Christmas looked like they were done. It looked like it was all over. I think, though, when you talk about the playoffs, you've got to think about form. It's almost like measuring horse races. I was just going to say, look at who If you were looking at form going into the game, the, the Niners had to scream and ream out their defense after their performance against Detroit, their numbers are spectacular and everything they do during the regular season, they basically, they beat the NFC North and only just, they had a rally and come back to beat the NFC North. I, I still think, have no idea how they won that Packers but, game. But we all said, oh my God, like the Bears must be really good <laughs> while they're in the best division in football. No one thought that to start the year. No one thought that at the end of the year. And and the night, as you said, they they should have lost that game for sure. You know, and, and when we last all, week, ah, we, we all we all think about Purdy, and Purdy gets talked about as a as an uh, on schedule quarterback and throwing it quick and setting up yards uh, after the catch, and obviously that's his strength, but. The off-schedule stuff that he did in the second half against the Lions, maybe that's something that's fishy. Maybe that's something that's, that's it. Because because if Spags is going to run crazy stuff at him and he's going to av- avoid the rush even just a little, which he can do, then the athlete's coming back to him. If it's Debo and Kittle coming back to him and Ayuk making plays, he's got a lot of people Ayuk in a scramble drill. Kindleville yeah, door let a ball bounce I off know. his face mask, and that turned the whole damn game. But, it seems to me. But Purdy's legs were a huge factor. He was pretty lucky in that game. That was like <laughs> the jammiest performance I've ever seen. I don't think the crazy stuff is going to be pressures. I think the crazy stuff is going to be zones. Mm-hmm. Zones mm-hmm. instead of man, mm-hmm. switching it up number, to mess the, with his His head. numbers against zone are not great. And that's why I do think that there could be a between-the-20s game. Chiefs and, play and a lot a, of man, though. And a red zone game. I know they do. I know yeah. they're, they're base. They prefer to play man. Yeah. But the numbers are stark yeah. as far as Purdy's effectiveness against one rather than the other. It's also, it's also what they choose to want to do against safety high. Like that, and more so, I think on the Chiefs end, really. But uh, you know, it's it's just how much you want to work out of your base personnel of these two teams, based on you know the looks you might see on the other side. The thing is, is that if you play man, if you decide to even play like a cover two man look, it's going to open up opportunities for Brock Purdy to run. And I I think that the the smart play is probably to play a little bit more zone than man. In this game, but you've got to at least show some man looks. The thing is, is that 
as good as the Chiefs defense is, I think that you're playing dangerously if you do play man because of how good the, the, the athletes are for San Francisco. That even, even if you say, all right, well, we've taken care of Debo and we've taken care of McCaffrey, then Ayuk or Kittle. Like, it, it's, it, I think it's a safer bet to say, hey, Brock, can you figure out what's going on here? Uh-huh. Right, because I, I think that, that Shanahan would love to see man because of what it sets up for mesh concepts and pick concepts and being able to target very specific guys you know, just in space against people rather than in, against grass. I love how Nate Tice has been calling it the lineup of death when the Niners <laughs> go with Juice Check and McCaffrey yep. and Ayuk and Debo and Kittle. Mm -hmm. Because Juszczyk is a really good receiver. Like, all five of them can do anything, and he can use them in any particular way. It's so, the uh, best skill position group in the league. Without yeah. a doubt. But it, with, with maybe the best offensive play designer and, and, and play caller. So I, I can't wait to see what he does, because that's how you can take advantage of some of the, the stuff you're talking about with the coverages, if he's just mixing and matching and using those guys in crazy ways. Doesn't McCaffrey eat against man, though? Like, wouldn't that dictate that McCaffrey would have a big day? I think McCaffrey's going to have a big day because, like what Molly was saying too, like the, the Chiefs have struggled against power run, and the question is, will Shanahan, to Lawrence's point, yeah, it, it, it did feel like in that Baltimore game, like Munkin just decided, like I'm going to buy into like the narrative, and like I got to get Lamar his yeah. AFC Championship game as a thrower, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there is he Hungarian? Is, is there Hungarian? is there any is there any chance <laughs> that Kyle that Kyle Shanahan would make the same mistake and say? I need to win this game with Purdy to like prove to prove what we've been saying about Purdy all year. That would feel insane to me. Yeah, that that would be insane. How much do you think the matchup from four years ago factors into this? I mean, I think that if you like, same official, the same guy calling both games. Well, as long as we don't get a trash and, defensive and holding called, call, he at called, some called point. six penalties for sixty-nine yards. Wow, nice. in the nice. last game, and that. Goes right back to the old, oh, we're playing the Rams? Let's beat the hell out of them. It's the Super Bowl. Pound them, tackle them, beat them up. They'll never get off the line of scrimmage. How do you beat the greatest show on turf? You don't let them play. Right. And that, that because you know why? Because the NFL is not going to throw a bunch of laundry on the mm. field in the Super Bowl. So they got an official <laughs> that six penalties, very few, isn't it? Considering It, it, it is. If but, it comes down to some penalty, though, that's, that's arbitrary on the last drive again, I'm going to flip. The script. <laughs> you, well, you can't argue against it sometimes, okay? You're, you're not going to call Kadarius Tony offside. Is that what you're What about that play? Can you be offsides from home? Be consistent. If you're <laughs> yeah, calling exactly. the game a certain way at the beginning of the game, yeah. be consistent. Well, so four years ago, Shanahan didn't have a quarterback as good as Purdy. Regardless of what you think about Purdy, he's better than Garoppolo. So that it could be tempting, Danny, on the ego front for well, cause, Shanahan. Because, I mean, part of it is, like, maybe the narrative thing of, like, we want to get our guy to play well and win. And part of it, I think, also is Superman's on the other side. Like there, there's like you're you you know you need to score points. You're intimidated that whenever he comes out, he's gonna put up a number. And we'll talk about it more as we go. The Niners' defense is not good. 
No, they've been well, they, awful. We, we can all name probably eight to ten guys at least on, on their defense. But the, Chase, the, Chase Young will lead the game in loafs. It's just <laughs> it's, there's a bet for that. It's not good. And, and yet Nick Bosa and every third down has a potential. He's to, a superstar. To wreck the game. Yes, he and he's and he's playing great. But a lot of the other guys, Tony Accardo's great grandson, are not producing. The Chicago connection. Oh yeah. All right, we are live. But seriously, it's, where are the uh, drinks? Circle Illinois Big Dame Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. You want to come out? Benchmark is located at 1510 North Well Street in Old Town. You got to have at least $100 in your Circa Sports Illinois app to attend. We've got live entertainment, complimentary game day bites. It's going to be tons of fun. We're just getting started. We'll be back. And we'll get everyone's thoughts on the Chiefs in particular, and maybe we'll find a hidden player from everybody. We'll do that next. You're listening to the Circuit Illinois Big Dame Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. We're back live from Benchmark in Old Town with more of the score's big game broadcast featuring Mully and Hawk, Bernstein and Holmes with Layla Rahim, and the Parkins and Spiegel Show, presented by Circa Sports Illinois on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. This game is over, and you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. you got to fight for your right to fight. Believe it, baby, we're going to Las Vegas. Welcome back. It's the Circa Illinois Big Game Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. We've got all the day parts here represented, and uh, it's great to have everyone here and to talk it through. And I got to tell you, I enjoyed looking at the game. Just a general kind of overview of the first uh, segment. Let's focus in on the Chiefs. And, and you can, you tell me what it is you want to talk about. Is there a player that you think isn't getting enough uh, uh, talk about? Is there, um, I don't know what it might be, but what, what makes the Chiefs roll? What makes you believe in them? What do you want to talk about with the Chiefs? We'll start with Dan Bernstein. Their defense. And teams just don't do well against them generally. And the we use we think of Mahomes, and obviously these games come down to the quarterbacks. We're going to hear all about the quarterbacks. And by the way, let's hope they stay healthy, both quarterbacks. Otherwise, we're going to have Blaine Gabbert and Sam Darnold. So oh boy, I think the what best, does that happen? The <laughs> hell are you doing? Yeah, you just ruined the day. That's God, that's the greatest Bernstein take of all time. That's <laughs> called the molecular. <laughs> Way to take the fun out of the about Super Bowl. the possibility of seeing Blaine Gabbard and or Sam Darnold. It's not Chad Henney anymore. Do you just want them curse, to just square just off like it. Rams or something? You'll regret <laughs> not drinking. <laughs> at that point, <laughs> yeah. I'll start. Hey, we, yes. we've started drinking. I'll if catch that, up uh, at that point. Not everyone. Yeah, it's, yeah. Some, let's they, take it easy on we. I mean, it's going back to like what you said about the Chiefs being an underdog when they clearly have the superior defense and Patrick Mahomes. So it, it, it doesn't add up. Yeah, it doesn't. When I look at the Chiefs, obviously, like, you're looking at, the fear. at Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and what they do. I think the growth of Rasheed Rice is really, really fascinating because after the Christmas game, 
it felt like he was really starting to kind of get it. Yeah. And what I mean is, is that if you look at him against zone, mm-hmm. and it takes young receivers a while to, like, get this part of it, he's learned how to sit yep. in zone. And that's one of the – I think one of the biggest – one of the biggest things that makes Travis Kelsey so good and puts him on the same page with Mahomes is that Travis Kelsey and, and Patrick Mahomes kind of share a brain and they know, hey, why would I run to coverage? And so many guys are like, well, that's the way that the play is drawn up. Well, what Rice has figured out over the last few weeks is, why would I do that? Why would I run to where the defense is? If I can see Patrick and Patrick can see my number and there's a defender that's three yards away, I'll just sit mm-hmm. in, in the spot and then I'll get the ball and make a play. Like he's, I, I think that he's one of the more interesting um, stories in this game because of the faith that Patrick Mahomes showed in him in the pre-draft, saying like this yeah. is the guy that, that he felt like could – could be a change maker for them. And he has come in and he has done that now. The other thing is Isaiah Pacheco's just fun. Thank you. A guy that runs like he's angry at the ground, a guy that runs like his hair is on fire, whatever yeah. like draft magazine thing that you want to say about him. He just, you see him and he, he looks like a, like an old-school cartoon character. Rolling ball of butcher knife. Because the feet are just going. <laughs> They're just going. And then he, he takes off. And those two guys, even though they aren't necessarily household names at this point, I think are, are two of the more interesting players for Kansas City in this game. I like um, the way that Pacheco runs. I feel like he just ate the star in Super Mario Brothers. Yes. And he's just explosive and nothing can stop him. And he knows it. And it's awesome. It's a great point about Rasheed Rice, and he is doing it like Kelsey is doing it, going and finding that spot and sitting down. Luke Keekley this week was talking about Kelsey, and I really wanted to talk about it all week on our show, but, you know, my showmates just didn't allow it to happen. It was, it's a, they wanted to talk baseball yeah. instead, <laughs> famously. <laughs> they wanted to talk the list of non-roster invitees for the Cubs came out. You know, it's very... It's it's uh, sacred. All the Bulls moves at the trade Danny. deadline. I just knew we had this show. Yes. Okay. This is where to do it. <laughs> yeah. Tanny, do we have that tape? Do we have? The, no, no, no. Uh, but what Keekley said about Kelsey, what Luke Keekley said is that nothing is scripted. Everything is improvised. Like we think of it. Oh, sometimes the tight end and the quarterback are on this. They are on this magical same page. No. To your point, Lawrence. When you're covering Kelsey, you don't know what he's going to do unless you know exactly where everybody is behind you and in front of you and you know how he's thinking. And just Mahomes just knows that Kelsey's going to go find open. And, and that's what he does, and that's why it's so hard to defend. It's why we watch it and we're like, how is that guy open again? What are they doing? Because it's not that they're not covering him. He's just really good at finding open. How can he's that got, be, though? He's how, got full how can freedom be? to do Tyreek Hill was it, doing but, that for years yeah, with Kansas under, City. Under Andy Reid, with everything we know about his control, like he, does he, is he really ceding that much it's within, authority? Uh, yes. That's his genius because he cedes that authority just enough to Mahomes and cedes that authority just enough to his playmakers where they're like, all right, it's, it's my game. And that, that's part of the magic of, of I, being an th- offense. I, but I think it's like, it's like basically he runs an option route every time. Right. You know what I mean? It's so, so it's like it's not, oh, one time he's going to run a nine route and the other time he's going to run a flat. No, yeah, and, and that's totally Kelsey's Talking about within like it's a 10-yard like, radius or whatever. Right. He knows generally speaking what route 
area or the depth of the route he's going to go, and then is he going to break left or right? He makes a decision at the top of his right. route. He's not, based he's not on running a nine route. He's called to be in the flat. That's what I, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he is running an option route basically every time. Right, he knows his route tree. Layla, you go. Let's talk uh, about it. Okay. Chiefs, comments. I think it's uh, it, it will also come down to Patrick Mahomes' success versus zone. You know, versus man, I know it, the numbers are the same when it comes to interceptions both ways against against defense, respectively. Higher than you'd like it as a Chiefs fan, which is, I think, why there was so much doubt during the regular season. But I, I think it's it's how much do the 49ers want to actually commit to zone versus versus what the look's going to be. So that's that's my concern when it comes to Mahomes. It's like, how much do you want to go for that big swing and hope he makes a, a bigger mistake, respectively, uh, than, than what you might want to be comfortable playing in based on the looks that got you here. He doesn't make mistakes. That's part of the problem. I mean, it's, the interceptions were higher this season, you know? He, he hasn't made a single turnover-worthy play in the entire postseason. That's it. That's the contrast. And he's been sacked twice. Right, so that's the contrast to me. Is, what, what did Nick is say? anything from the regular season resume going to yeah. cause you to say, let's do a different defensive look with, than we might do? Essentially six straight playoff games for Mahomes without a mistake. It's wild, but you know, on the same side, like the 49ers have been a different team in the playoffs because of the adjustments they made in the second half. So it's, it's, you know, the the playoff resumes for these two teams are different remarkably from what you saw in the regular season. Obviously the Chiefs more, but it's just, when you've got this level of talent, like you, you get to mix it up. Like we talked about a team this entire season for the past couple of years who didn't have this level of talent on the other side. They didn't get to mix it up as much. So that's, mm-hmm. that's it for me is, is how much do you want to make him scramble based on the body of work this season? Matt? I, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I spoke about Kelsey um, and uh, Rasheed Rice. I'll cede my time to Danny Parkin since he procured me this spicy Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, no You're problem. Way buddy. to start the party, Kelsey. It yeah, looks no, nice. No problem. How was the celery? <laughs> it's the world's most useless food. Matt Spiegel versus <laughs> celery. Actually, Discuss. that's not technically true because you need it for mirepoix. But celery on its own. It's it awful and terrible. It's role in the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why, that's why I flipped it. World's most useless, <laughs> except the basis of all the great sauces. It's a good point. <laughs> useless was the wrong word. Dan, Dan, Danny. Dan, how are the game day bites? I noticed that you're the only one who's dipped in. And I'm supposed to mention that if you come out to Benchmark here at 1510 North Wells in Old Town, free game day bites. All you got to do is have 100 bucks in your Circa app to get in. And this was news to me when I got here today. In person, someone here today is going to win a trip to Circa. What? No way. Three nights at Circa and a thousand bucks at Stadium I Swim. I hope it's me. And and <laughs> I, and and transportation to and from the airport. Not not airfare, is, but when you get there. Is the, Molly the eligible? Transportation is top notch. Um, I missed that last trip, man. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, listen, I still hold it against Eli, my youngest son, yeah. for, for making me miss one As of the Circa should. trips. Yeah. Oh, hold it against them forever. That's just good parenting. I yeah, feel like yeah. downtown Danny is emerging as the new Vegas Haw for this show. Downtown, I've had a downtown, I've had Danny. Danny. Got a 20% downtown of Danny. Give us your thought. Give us your thought. Forgot oh, a thought on the bear. I just wanted to answer yeah. how the game day bites are. Uh, they're excellent. Discipline. I, I'm going to have some. Discipline? Yeah. No. 
Okay, Have you heard I, transition? Well, then it's supposed please. to be no discipline. He then does transition. I don't like the rundown, okay? No rundowns. Oh, God. No rundown. No, oh, God. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. He's had one drink? Uh, no, uh, Ju- Juwan Taylor. <laughs> Barely. He hasn't Ju- even a half I, a beer. I'm 100% sober. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just you lashing wanna, out you against talk the about direction beer muscles. of this radio show. He tore a piece of paper. He wants uh, to burn down the I'm world. very strong. Uh, <laughs> no. Listen, the, Ch- the Chiefs' offensive line has been very good, but now there is an injury. No, you want a serious point? I'll give you one. Please, uh, Joe, Joe Thune is out. Our guy Nick Allegretti is in. Interior of the Niners' defensive line with Hargrave and Armstead have been very disappointing and underwhelming. But now they get to go up against the backup. And Nick Bosa, who's been their best defensive <laughs> lineman, by far gets to line up against Juwan Taylor. Any Chiefs fan would tell you about Juwan Taylor. That guy gets holding penalties all the time. So if Bosa gets, I mean, if Bosa has an awesome game or they str- or the Chiefs struggle on first down and it's third and long, Mahomes is remarkable at avoiding sacks, as Speaks mentioned. But Bosa's one of the five best pass rushers in the world. So him against a, not a style, that's not fair, but a guy who grabs, if the refs actually are calling holding penalties, Juwan Taylor could be flagged for like three of them today. So that's something I'd look out for. So the is, only- is that a drunk guy take? No, I've had two sips. Yeah, no, you haven't yet. It was um, the ripping of the rundown. That was, it was, it was hour three. Was we'll the, get a drunk. That, that, that was the booze move right there. All right, we got to get to a break. I would say for me, when I look at the Chiefs, I think what jumps out is not just Andy Reid and his staff and the way they go about meeting together and offering plays and play calling. It's Steve Spagnola as the defensive coordinator that he is. He is a great great defensive coordinator, has had an incredible year. And and to me, the hidden guy in the whole damn thing is Dave Tobe. We know how good a coach he is from when he was here in Chicago. I would rather have Dave Tobe as a special teams guy than anyone else. Remember, they scored a touchdown on special teams in the Super Bowl last year. I wonder if they can get something like that going. I know they won't make mistakes because they will be aware of everything, and and I think that's important, uh, especially in a game like this. Um, You know, okay, Kyle Shanahan, the Nepo baby made good, right? He He was a Nepo baby, right? And he's he's a great coach. But is Steve Wilkes, and he was here too, and we know Steve Wilkes. I think he's a good coach. His unit let him down last week. Never want that to happen. And he had, I would never have thought that you could get away with uh, with actually screaming at guys. They got to a Super Bowl despite, okay, despite their defensive performance. So They called see. out their effort this week. Oh, they that's, it was, it was How unbe- often does that happen? It has been a strange week for the 49ers. Yeah. Right. They are like, yeah, the effort wasn't good in the checks notes NFC Championship game. It's the Circa <laughs> Illinois Big Game Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. We'll be right back here on The Score. We're going to bring in a guy who knows everything, Bo Jackson. Bo knows. How do you see Super Bowl 58 unfolding? Now, you may not believe this when I say this, so sit down. All of the guys that are playing now are young enough to be my sons. I don't even know if I'll be watching the game. I may be in my man cave fletching arrows or cleaning one of my shotguns from bird hunting. It's hard for me to sit and watch the game that I played. It's sort of like you guys going home and turn on the TV and watch somebody do what you do for a living. And thank you guys for, but I think it's been, wow, 20 years, 
or so since the last time that I was on the show. I can't think how long back, but but it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, you're always welcome, Bo. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, brothers. I really appreciate it. Oh, welcome back. It's the Circuit Illinois Big Game Watch Party at Benchmark in Old Town. And we're having some fun, and that was fun to hear. Bo Jackson doesn't like to. It's a busman's holiday, if you heard him correctly. It's a postman going for a walk. Not interested in watching the Super Bowl. Not interested in watching the game he played. I think we all will be doing it. I mean, contractually, we're obliged to. Let's I'm get also that out fletching there. arrows. That, that, I thought that was just what fletching you're supposed arrows? to do. Yes, he said yeah. he was going to be fletching well, I don't, arrows. I don't know what that means. That, I don't either. The fletchings are the feathers on the back of so the you, arrow that used to be natural feathers that are now not. Ah, but I it's... See. It's the gluing, the placement of those back feathers huh. that help guide the spin of the arrow. If I remember, Fletch is 6'6", six, 6'9", six, six, with the afro, right? Yeah. Okay, good. What? Robin Hood Bernstein. So, so how do you take I, the game in, Dan? I, I, I believe you. I Summer feel, camp. I feel confident in saying you're not going to a crowded place to watch the football game. Me? You. I'm already at one. Well, to watch the football oh, game. Oh, no. The question is, how will you take the football game in? How will you watch the game? Right in you will sit in front of the <laughs> TV on your own or well, with, with your family. Wife. Okay. Yes, we will. That's beautiful. We will sit and watch it. <laughs> now that she's she's become a football fan this year, and well, she has been fully admitted this year that she's a football fan. And now that her guy Dan Campbell is out, she's sort of grudgingly going to root for the Chiefs. That feels karmically correct that your wife loves Dan Campbell. Loves Dan Campbell. You know why? It's the fire and the passion. It's got to be. It's really his vulnerability more than anything else. She just thinks he he looks like he needs a hug. No, the ladies ladies love Dan Campbell, though. Right? I know, like, a ton of women who are like, hey, Dan Campbell's cute. And I was like, if this is our football conversation, I'm okay with this. Actually, Danny D'Amico Ryans would probably D'Amico be. D'Amico Ryans yeah. is your wife's guy? <laughs> that would probably be. Yeah, yeah, sure. Lawrence, how will you uh, enjoy the game today? In the past, I, I really do like hosting. Oh, really? You know, like I've had like big Super Bowl parties I at the house. I never got my invite. I don't I, know how that came I mean, I knew that you had to get up early. So, you know, <laughs> we didn't want to bring you all the way to Woodlawn and then have you go all the way back. I never got mine either. Same thing. Yeah. We didn't want to bring you totally, all the way totally from the north side of the city. I gotta wake up yeah. early to, to the other. I, I live closer, frankly. Yeah. Now you didn't get one either. It was that one was lost in the mail. Layla's been over though, yeah. so yeah, no, but not for Super Bowl. Yeah, I. But that's the thing. I usually like to host Championship Sunday. That's oh, my that's favorite great. day. So what usually happens is is that the parties, if there is a party, is Championship Sunday, and then the Super Bowl is a little bit more isolation. Like, I want to hear everything. Right. I want to listen to everything. I want to see how the broadcast goes. Like, I'm fascinated by some of the, the ins and outs of that sort of stuff. So it's usually, like, and trying to decide, like, what to do today. Like, because I'm like, oh, all right, what I'm going to do? Because there have been invites. I don't, I don't right. tend to like going to Super Bowl parties just because of what we do. Because then you kind of end up, like, you're the person answering bets yes. for people and yes. like that sort of stuff. Or you're the person sitting there taking notes right. relentlessly, which is what I'll be doing today because I, I try to fuse the party and the social 
with the knowledge acquisition business that we're in. So I'll be sitting there. I'm gonna, I think we're probably gonna use some velvet ropes and cordon off a small area at the Super Bowl party for myself. <laughs> and people will just have to understand. I'm just too important it's, it's to It's hard, socialize. like it's, it's a hard thing to, cause you wanna be social, but clearly like this is gonna be a big part of content oh my for God. all of us tomorrow. And there's no breaks. There's no breaks cause you gotta watch the commercials. You gotta, you gotta watch every broadcast nook and cranny without a doubt. The halftime show, all mm-hmm. of it. Layla? Uh, I've had a, a strange last few Super Bowls. Um, uh, I, di- I guess it's a flux, but like I didn't watch them in 2018 and 22 because I was at the Winter Olympics and oh. we were in Asia and it was 14 hours time difference. That's so huge. we just got updates from people. <laughs> really huge. sad about not seeing the Philly special live, you know. Um, for me, it's I'm working at NBC5 tonight. We do a potluck at work, but... The best times I've had when I've been at somebody's house for Super Bowls, we get a bunch of singles, and then we just do singles bets on everything. Put a dollar in if you think Isaiah Pacheco is running the next down. Love like put that. a dollar in if you think that there's an interception the next play. So we have a lot of fun with that. Then we start betting food. We're like, cupcake says blah, blah, blah. So we get real degenerate about it, but it, it does make for a fun watch. And, and I wish I had had the circus sheet because I'd have been running the game at the time, but, you know, I'll just have to combine my technologies. I've done that same thing with poker chips. If you don't have singles, you use poker chips and then pay up later. Yeah, yeah. And at one point at uh, one of my favorite parties, it was just me with uh, two cupcakes and, like, $8, and I was living. <laughs> so that's, that's how I like to watch football. Danny, you got the boys trained yet to watch the game? Be quiet. Uh, be quiet. No, watch the game. I've been trying to talk him up about it's the Super Bowl. It's going to be exciting because, yeah, the unfortunately, um, they won't be asleep at 530 when the game starts. Uh, <laughs> so there will be parenting responsibilities. And so we were thinking about like getting the like my group of, you know, like grade school, high school friends that, that live in the burbs together and everybody getting together for a party. But then we were like, yeah, but then there would be like 14 kids under six. It's like, can't do that. So we're all, we're all pretty much uh, doing it in isolation this year so that we just have to deal with our own children. So, And then my mom actually went to Kansas City. She's from Kansas City and a Chiefs fan. And my grandfather is still alive, and he's, so he's 95 and a Chiefs fan. So she flew to KC to watch with her dad. So, uh, so, yeah, so it's just going to be the, the four of us in the house. And, you know, Steph's making some food right now, and the boys are going to try to get into it, and she's making them trying to – she's like, you can have Bulls and Cubs, but she's like, I want to make them Chiefs fans. I'm like, honestly, it's probably better for them, given all of Bears history uh, since I've been alive. So, so they're, they're going to be decked out in Chiefs gear at the house. That's cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Chiefs – that's being a good parent, too. That's what I'm saying. Well, so she grew up in Lawrence, uh, Kansas, and so she went to Clemson. So she's like, yeah, I'm a Clemson football fan and a KU basketball fan because why make this hard on myself? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so we'll, we'll make uh, – we'll, we'll let the kids be Chiefs fans if they want to be. My Trust me, I get it. Roll Tide. Yeah. Right. Exa- no, it's the, it's the exact same thing. What's yeah. The yeah. First I'll be home with my wife. She is a huge Taylor Swift fan. She really will watch the game hoping to get a glimpse of – She'll be on social media. Oh, you'll get a glimpse. When she came. You know what? You say that. What's the prop on that? Four and a half. Taylor Swift cutaways? In the AFC championship game, they showed her for 44 seconds total. That's a glimpse. That's, I'm just saying. It's about the volume. Everyone's getting mad. about. It's not even a minute out of three hours and 15 minutes. It's not the total time. It's the number number of of cutaways. cutaways. and, And also, 
it's very in the mind Their own of personal a, in, in the mind of a football fan and the mind especially the most toxically masculine yes. when is the cutaway what is it otherwise interrupting right. we should be seeing this and instead we get this it's more it's more about the way it feels than the actual time on the air. And right. if I can understand the mind of the of the toxically masculine I, football fan. I saw a prop that was plus 600 on if they win, she cries. And I saw another prop on <laughs> does Travis Kelsey propose? She's oh, not yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah. He's not He's proposing. He's not proposing. He won't propose. We, we'll, we'll get the bets out on that well, one I for mean, sure. Fight for your right to party. Now I'm going to drop to a knee at the big game. Hey, <laughs> anyway, he's love. Not, I would he's say in no. love, Molly. Oh, he yeah. is in love. Well, I agree with that. Okay. He's also sharing a brain with Mahomes, as we talked about. It's Mahomes' brain. All right. It's the Circa <laughs> Illinois Zing. big game watch party at Benchmark in Old Town. We'll be right back on the score.